Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tech Talk Thursday. First out of the box today, we are looking for a new name for our podcast. So if you have any suggestions, send them over to us. Uh, also looking for a jingle if anyone's musical out there. <laughs> We'd like to have a little jingle, maybe a little animation, maybe a little... I don't know, a little something, something at the beginning of ours. So that's your homework for today. We got a bunch of topics to talk about today. We're gonna jump back and forth between a bunch of them. Um, first, let's talk about, and I was corrected on this. Slop. It's Zell, not Zelly. Yeah. Uh, Zelle. Zelle, I guess it's Zelle. en français. Zelle, oh. like L. That sounds fancy. We, that's the higher version. That's like oh. the sparkling water version Ooh. of Zell. Wee yeah. oui, wee. Oui. So I guess it is totally outpacing Venmo. And when I read this article, hmm. I didn't realize that Zelle was put together by banks. I didn't know that. Yep. I guess there's all this fraud going on and the banks are saying, hey, you downloaded it, you're using it. Sorry, you're losing yeah. all this money. People people using that cash app. Yeah. Gotta watch out. Cash for me the, outside. From the, uh, not quite <laughs> the same, but close, close. Gotta watch out for those, those cash app scammers. Gotta be careful. I don't as, understand as, how that even works. I mean, how do you... You send them money. You just send them. You're just why, like, hey, I want Why do I even money. know them? I mean... I don't know. You, I, don't I don't have know. either of those apps on my phone. So how do you send somebody money that you have to know their login or something? Cell phone number or phone your number. their cash app name or cash app, cash app name. Yeah. You just... If you know if you know that, then you just you attach your bank account and you send it. Like, so what keeps so, them from going in and getting more money out of your account? You send it to... Like, they don't have okay. like unfettered access to you. So it's only one yeah. way. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. They can request from you, but mm. you can deny the request. Now, is this the one that shows everybody you've spent money with? No, that's okay. Venmo. Okay. Yeah. Venmo has that social. Bad. You can make it private. Like mine's all, like I just have mine private so no one can yeah. see what I'm spending. I hear about people. him on Dr. Phil. That's how I get my Oh, like, education oh, he <laughs> sent it to so-and-so? He sent money to so-and-so? Well, no, all these poor women that get romance scammed about oh, yeah. 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 Why would you What's do the, that? The big one's what the uh the tender serial killer documentary thing that recently came out or something. Yikes. Is that the one that everyone's talking about? Something I, I haven't know. watched. He it, has but. one on every week. Last week he had some chick that thought that she and Putin were having a secret affair if he wore a certain <laughs> tie. I <laughs> this is before all the wow. everything wow. hit the Interesting. Hit fan. Okay. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. He has a lot of strange ones on there. Anyway. So Zell's built by banks, more secure. Is that the, is that what they're saying? I think that's what they're going for, but yet the people are still getting scammed. But it grew um, 59% in 2021 wow. over uh, Venmo. So I don't know whether it's because of the age group demographic that's using it or if people just feel like it's more secure because it's by banks. Like I said, I don't use either one. So what's your go-to one? Uh, probably Venmo. Venmo. Yeah. Chris, how about you? Uh, I primarily use Apple Pay Cash. Mm. Um, how does that work? So basically on your, in iMessage, there's a little button that uh, you can tap and then send or receive uh, or request money and it'll send through iMessage. Mm. And then it puts it into a virtual card in your Apple wallet and you can use that for Apple Pay transactions. So you can actually just mm. take that, go up to like a terminal tap your phone and use that debit card technically to go into there. Um, which brings me to something that's a that came out recently that Apple is going to be enabling contactless payments through tap to pay for iPhone to iPhone transactions. Oh, nice. So later this year, they're going to let you uh, basically request a payment um, as a merchant and do direct transfer between a iPhone, Apple Watch, whatever, um, 
but yeah, it's really interesting because this is basically going to destroy the oh, and also the these contactless cards um, mm-hmm. that have the little sensor, the little yep, chip in them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is going against Square, PayPal, everybody who has those little readers are going to be, I don't say obsolete, but they're going to be really feeling pressure when everybody has who has an iPhone basically yeah, has a card an, yeah. processor. Yeah. Yeah. They, they So that just then puts it though into your your um, Apple Pay account though, right? And then you'd have to like transfer it to your bank? As far as I understand, yes. So okay. it's still using the Apple Pay cash card in the transaction. Um, so I don't know how, like uh, Square has card processing fees that mm-hmm. go into your account, same with every other card processor. So I don't know since this is direct Apple Pay to Apple Pay, there's no processing fee. I'm not really exactly mm-hmm. sure, but it's it'll be interesting. Yeah. When's that due out? They say later this year. So, so uh, December 15, <laughs> 15.4 is the next version of iOS. And that's rumored to come out uh, later next week. Hmm. That's what I heard. Interesting. Hmm. Well, should we yeah. jump into Apple or we want to talk about Windows first? No, I don't care. Uh, Pick one. Okay. So Windows 11 is coming out soon. Uh, it's out. Oh, it's out. It's, it's out. out now. It's out. Yeah. It's it's readily available. Okay. Yep. So our can update to it. What's the implications of updating versus non-updating? Anything do we know? I, I mean, it looks a lot different. Hmm. Looks a lot different. Has some has some more features. Um, Windows um, Edge is going to be everywhere. You mm-hmm. have to really dig in. Every you can't even fully disable it anymore. So, be interesting to see how that all shakes out. If you like using Edge, more power to you. But I prefer not to use it. Um, it's the new version, so at some point now, Windows 10 will become legacy and will no longer be updated. I, I assume they. I'm guessing they put a um, they they put some sort of end of life on. I don't know what the end of life of, it'd be like ten years from now. I'm sure. Hmm. Um, you know, media player, um, Notepad. I mean, the the one of the interesting things is um, the integration between. Android and Windows 11. So hmm. on Windows 11 with Android now, you can pair your phone with it, or I don't think it might be an app. I think that you have to have with it's it. It's like a separate little app, app that runs. Yeah. And then you can have your like messages and everything like that pop up from your Android phone on Windows. So hmm. very similar to how um, Apple ecosystem works, where if you have iMessage or whatever, you can have your phone and then have it pop up on your laptop. So that's pretty cool. Um, it looks nice. I've heard good things from everybody that I know is using it. So um, it's it's the future. So uh, uh, native Teams integration. Oh so yeah, teams that's right. Now oh, comes yeah. pre-installed. It teams for teams, teams for, for personal, personal use. use. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So that's interesting. Um, and that's interesting, then yeah. there's this. Um, they call it Snap Assist, which is a, is coming back to their. I think this was in Windows you're 10. Pull that up, Chris. I think oh, you're on. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but for window organization, but it also has a feature where when you connect to an external display, it will remember oh, your yeah, window remember placement. Yeah, I do so like you, that. So you can have like a space, a workspace that's, oh, when I'm connected to this display, it'll do these applications. And then when I unplug, it'll put them in a different area on my computer, which is oh, kind well, of did, interesting. Did nice. they add also kind of like, you can have like the uh, you can have virtual desktops as well. Yeah, as part of yep. this, and it'll remember. Yeah, here, uh, there it is. This this little hole. Yeah. 
So you've got different wallpapers and different desktops that will uh, have like different notifications turned on or applications that yep. automatically launch. Yeah, so th there's some there's some interesting stuff. It's definitely it's it's much more updated, more modern. Definitely have some have some things that came from both sides of the world as far as like things that you know other apps or things that people were using to do things on Windows to be like the Snap to Fit and different pieces like that. They've integrated a lot of things into it. Um, the um, it'll be I I haven't installed it on anything yet but it's one that i'll, I'll probably play with it at mm -hmm. some point in time um or here soon i'll probably update at home and play with it and see how it works but uh overall i mean i've heard good things mm -hmm. about it i mean consumer is i think it's much more prevalent than in business right now um any new laptop now or computer you go to best buy or whatever is going to ship with windows 11, 11 on it at this point so so um, as an msp do you think we will be suggesting that our clients update to that or can, is it something we can do remote or how that So work? yeah, there's, I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'd have to double, usually when Microsoft does an upgrade like this, they'll have like something like your, have a free Windows 11 upgrade mm. for so much time. So um, I would, we'll probably hear soon. I mean, it's it's been, um, it's been a, how long, when did it release, Chris? Was uh, it? end of last year or something like that that sounds about i think <clears throat> end of last year was definitely the, the beta. beta program was open and then it and i think it was beginning maybe real quick. So first official update is due 2022 yeah so i mean october of okay. last year yeah so we're we're six months in haven't heard anything mm -hmm. to a we'll probably do deep dive on making sure all of stand up a couple here internally and make sure all of our tools and everything work appropriately before we start to do anything because you know any downtime means dollars so we don't want to we want to make sure everything goes smoothly but i think it'll be an interesting transition because of how dramatic the visuals look mm. yeah um and how you know the the uh what is this this isn't the doc the task task bar task bar yeah. Taskbar button. Sorry, it's a Mac guy over here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is now in the middle, and they showed off some interesting things with uh, how a lot of the interface is different and more optimized for touch. Hmm. So when you take a keyboard off of the, obviously they're pushing their surface line of of devices, but how different elements are really more optimized for fingers than yeah keyboard hmm. and mouse. Yep, looks like they're trying to get it to look very Apple-ish. There are definitely some some takeaways that that kind of seem reminiscent of that. So, um, but you know, it's I mean, it looks nice, looks good. I've yeah. I've heard good things. Yeah. So. Well, we did want to touch just a little bit on um, heightened security efforts right now with everything going on in the world, and everybody's still working from home as they slowly come back from uh, being out for COVID. I know uh, the state government here has issued everybody works at home two days a week and back in the office three days a week. That was just out last week. Um, we did just want to talk a little bit about making sure that your home system is secure um, because it's not just, you know, your worker that's on their Wi-Fi at home. It's your kids, it's your husband, it's, you know, anybody that has your Wi-Fi password. So um, any tips for making sure everything's still secure? Yeah, I mean, right now it's just, there's heightened security all around, right? And um, things are kind of in flux and there's still a lot to be found out about what's going on in the world and specifically what's with what's going on in, in Europe and everything like that. Um, but 
definitely seeing trends that different things are changing and um, some things are more prevalent than others now. So just stay vigilant, um, make sure you're, you know, practicing, you know, good cybersecurity practices and um, just asking questions um, about what could you do better? What could you, what do you need to be looking out for? Um, you know, it's not a doom and gloom type scenario, but just, just be, just be more vigilant and make sure you're thinking through what, what's out there and that you're taking the right steps forward. So. Yeah. I think that just in general, even if nothing was going on in Europe, hackers just keep on and on and on because they're so successful at it. So even an employee here was telling me that she got something from her Chase bank that said they were questioning one of her transactions, which seems normal, but she didn't of course recognize when she hovered over the uh, from, it didn't give her, it was blank, wouldn't show her who it was from. So she just called her bank and said, is this real or is this not? And they said not. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're just, getting trickier have, and trickier. Yeah, just have to have to use. Yeah, they're trying to be like, oh, look, we're being you know proactive and protecting you, right. but actually it was a whole ploy to get you to uh, click on click. it and give your information. So yep. yeah, it's just you know continuing to educate yourself and being careful about where you're, what you're doing online, and what you're clicking on in your emails and things like that. Yeah. So, so I got, any, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I got a weird. I don't know if this was a scam. I haven't confirmed. I got a text message from USPS, hmm. allegedly, that says I have to verify my address or I won't receive a, a certain package or a package won't get delivered. Yeah, it sounds like a scam. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, and they spelled USPS, they spelled it <laughs> U-P-S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this doesn't seem real. I yeah. shouldn't put my address yeah. in this no. weird form. No, no, that was, that was that's good. That's, that's good. when you yeah. put in your enemy's address uh -huh. in that form and send it. <laughs> um, real, real bad at this 733 said in the chat with the previous um, previous topic. Internet Explorer is officially disabled. Dead. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yep. But Edge, it has, <laughs> Edge. It has edged its way in there in every nook and cranny on Windows 11. So, like, you cannot, like, you have to go through a whole litany of tasks to be able to try and disable Windows or uh, Microsoft Edge. Um, and even still, there are some pop-ups and some things that you click on that still open up in Edge. Mm. So re reminiscent of the old, the original Internet Explorer days that shipped out and you know, there's the whole uh, antitrust lawsuit against Microsoft and things like that. So don't think it's that far. They give you the option to remove it, but yeah, it's, um, um, I thought they That's were doing it again. I'm trying to see. There it is. Someone is. Formal complaint against Microsoft yeah. for, mm -hmm. oh, OneDrive Windows integration. But I think there's also another one for Edge. How in Europe they wanted like a little selector when you first turned on your computer. They oh, could say, I want Edge. I want Firefox. I want, um, I want whatever Chrome, want. Opera, yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft, our Inner Explorer, pour one out for your homie. <laughs> I don't know how half of those those sites that are out there that only work on Internet Explorer are going to survive any longer. Hopefully they all Edge get now has an IE mode to replace oh, of course the IE it does. client. So you can, you, can t you can bring back the IE The magic. ghost of IE still lingers. It's the twin sister that was separated in a car accident when they were children. Yeah, yeah, That's like gosh. any soap opera, right? 
Okay, yeah. so enough of all this stuff. Let's talk about the good juicy stuff with the Apple announcement earlier this week. I did not watch it, but I think both of these guys did. So, Chris, you want to start? I didn't with watch you? it live. Oh, oh, I, I watched it live. Of I uh, real time. Real time. I caught up after after the fact. So tell us some good uh, stuff. Uh, they showed off a lot of stuff for um, well, the hardware wise. The first announcement was iPhone now comes in green. Ooh. So this is our, our mid-cycle refresh. They yeah. seem to be doing this more often. I think one year it was purple and one year it was mm. red or something like Still that. I like my blue. Um, but yeah, iPhone 13 and 13 Pro. 13, it's called green. And then uh, oh, yeah, it's like Pro is alpine, alpine green, green oh, because they have to sound pro <laughs> yeah. for something like that. But oh, same boy. pricing, just a different color. Yep. Um, let's go back. Then, what do they do? iPhone SE next. iPhone say, <laughs> iPhone say is back. Is that, uh, is three colors. Three. Was it starlight? Starlight, midnight, midnight and red. And <laughs> Project red. Why yeah. couldn't red get something cool like Nova? You can have whatever or, color you want as long as, as long starlight, as black, or red. Right. Yeah. Well, they um, they're still doing this product red thing, which is for uh, AIDS research funding. Yeah. So I think they can't call it not red because they have to say product red. <laughs> yeah. Um, A15, so what, it's gonna, this is going to be around another like two, three, or probably yeah. three year refresh before they do a refresh. Kept the, kept Touch ID. Kept Touch ID. They improved the cameras. So no Face ID on this. No so, Face ID. Because Face ID is too expensive in Pro, so it's got to be on yep. the big boy phones. Battery life, obviously they're saying more battery life. 5G, 5G. of course. You've got to... So if we solve for G, G is worth... Was thirty dollars right? Because right? it's now a hundred. Because it's four hundred twenty nine dollars. Four hundred twenty nine dollars mm. instead of four hundred. Uh, interesting. The five G in the iPhone say is not millimeter wave. It is. Oh, it's not. It is not. Oh, interesting. So um, that's couldn't afford that. They couldn't afford millimeter wave, yeah. but it looks exactly the same. If you if you like that form factor, you like that shape, like the size and everything. Like it's if you like it's Touch ID. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's basically just. The same, same camera. Same, well, they say it's a better camera. And they just. Do. I don't know if it is. Do they just do oh. some software. Yeah, I think it's just software just stuff because of the the behind the A15. Right. Probably. Right. 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 Um, up next, let's go back there. Um, new iPad, iPad Air. New iPad Air. So this was a design refresh too, right? No. This or no, was, they had already released yes. this design. This they just was the added 5G and center stage. Yep. Previous generation. Uh, physical shape added 5g added an m1 chip oh they got the new forward-facing camera 12 megapixels oh. yep so nice. the center stage which is really cool um but yeah solid kind of mid-range ipad same price touch id in the on the lock yep. this website okay. is crazy so what <laughs> yeah, there's a lot what's the going size on there. of this this is technically a 10.9 or 11 inch display yeah, 11 yeah so, now okay so does it work with does it have the um, Apple Pencil, like, can attach to yes. it magnetically? Yep. And it can work with the um, Magic Keyboard, the floating Magic Keyboard. Okay. Just like the iPad Pro. So it's very, okay. there's, a, there's a lot of... Um, Got USB-C, but not Thunderbolt, right? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Not a whole lot, ton of difference between iPad Air and iPad Pro. No now Face that, ID. True. That's the thing. Yep. iPad, but, yeah, it's... It's hard to justify two hundred dollars for Face ID because yeah. that's that's your price delta yeah. between these two. And you get the screen, so you get the ProMotion screen on on the iPad Pro, but right? you don't get the um, micro LED until you hit the twelve inch iPad yeah. Pro. So yeah, now you have you're to go all the way. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good one. I mean, like if you're like, cause so there's what, so what's the lineup now? So there's iPad mini, right? Yep. Great device. One, one of my favorite this is currently my favorite iPad. Oh yeah. Lineup from the lineup. Um, and that's the one you carry around, right? Chris? Oh yeah. yeah. A little okay. baby back, guy. Back pocket. Yeah. yeah. Back Let awesome. me use it as my phone, please. Yeah. Yes. That would be nice. Then iPad air. Oh, oh, hold on. So mini iPad, go. iPad air, iPad pro, right? Right. And I so a lot of two, pads. two sizes of iPad Pro, oh. iPad Air, and then down to the Mini. Yeah. So which but did you have that set on that stand with your keyboard? Was that the floor? That was the pro. the pro. Yeah, yeah. I get, I went back to a laptop. I tried to use it as my only device. It just it it was fine. It just there were just some things that um, if they would just put Mac OS on it, mm. I could. I would have been I would have been okay. I think the biggest thing for me working on iPad is file system management. Exactly. Yep. I don't I don't necessarily need full fat macOS on my iPad, but if they would just give me a better Finder or files management app that yep. isn't that tells me when I'm transferring files and tells me when something is disconnected and, isn't and only accessible through a share sheet like right you know I mean, like there, that, that is that's honestly the reason why i couldn't do it is just because like file sharing of everything like we're in office 365 for everything so i mean my files were everywhere like i could go into OneDrive, but like when i tried to if i wanted to take something from working on it to being able to email to somebody i had to go through a share sheet within outlook to be able to go find mm -hmm. it and then move it over and sometimes then i had to move it to files instead of it being in OneDrive. drive it's just like oh. And I can't recommend it really to anybody because it's just a headache. So um, I, I gave up. And then especially with the iPad mini when it came out, I was like, okay, this is perfect. Like for travel, for just mm -hmm. everyday use, like that fits what I want from an iPad. Yeah. So. And if you're in the Mac environment, you have, you have things like Sidecar. So you can use your yep. iPad mini as a second display. And more recently, um, Universal, Universal control. control got released out of beta, hopefully next week that you can control your iPad with your mouse and keyboard on your Mac. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to move your move your hands over to your iPad. Um, yeah, which is works surprisingly well. Very cool. And yeah. you can do it on multiple Macs, which is yeah, neat. Which is, well. you, yeah, yeah. Um, so the big thing that speaking came Speaking of out, Mac. Speaking of Mac. Look at that transition. Wow. Yes. Whoa. Um, so they released two new Mac Studio products. The All Mac right. What do we think of the name? Which, uh, what is it? Studio? Yeah. No. Mac Studio? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I mean, what else would they call it? I don't know. Like, but like iPad or Mac Mini Pro? I don't think they can call it Pro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I think they want to make sure that the Mac Pro is the Mac Pro. Is yeah, the Mac but Pro. well, okay. Well, considering that this thing just trounced, like trumped all over their True. existing, <laughs> like MacBook Pro, like or Mac Pro, like this thing just destroyed everything in their current lineup and it literally killed off a product line true so so um stunningly compact so let's go through their website there's it's so much going a lot. on here it's a lot <laughs> so they released um we got the m1 max and the m1 pro we last we found year? out that yeah we got m1 max m1 pro last year end of last year and then we found out yesterday that m1 has a secret oh yeah we love that it has a secret it see? can pair with another M1 oh, and right. create the M1 Ultra. Yeah. Big boy chip. Um, yeah. So this was kind of the rumor mill uh, being correct. Um, I follow the rumors and 
literally 48 hours before this event, everything had leaked already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of, but yeah, so M1 Ultra, it's basically taking two M1 Max chips and gluing them together which is pretty standard in the uh, chip uh, foundries. It's kind of how they increase performance without redesigning the entire thing. Let's see if we can get the inside. But um, yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy fast performance, uh, allegedly, because as Apple is known <laughs> to do, here, let me bring up this. Yeah. Vague, vague graphs. Yeah. Vague, vague graphs. There's no units. Five, yeah, it's just five times faster. <laughs> five times. Three, five point three, three times faster. Yeah. So or or what they love to do now, which is uh, their whole like performance at how much um, like how much power they're using. Like this outperforms an equivalent PC card. Yeah. It's like, at, well, that's using four hundred watts of power, but this is only using a hundred watts. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, basically, this is kind of a general design. It's basically a fat Mac Mini. Uh, same sort of seven inch footprint, but it's about four, three and a half, four inches tall. Yep. Added back a bunch of ports. So you've got four Thunderbolt on the back, uh, 10 gigabit Ethernet out of the box, which is nice. Yep. USB, HDMI, not 2.1. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't that. understand that either. High um, impedance, uh, impedance headphone, jack, headphone jack as well. Yep. Um, Forward facing. There we go. Uh, Thunderbolt for, well, Depending USB C on what, right. if you have the Max, Thunderbolt four if you get the M one Ultra. Right. And and then an SDH which is also isn't the greatest isn't the newest standard. Mm. But I mean at least it's at least it's there. Accessible and not yeah. in the back where True. you kinda have to feel around. But um yeah. It's we're gonna see uh probably orders dropping and reviews dropping next week is yeah. what I've heard. Um, so we'll see kind of benchmarking and performance wise. I think it's a very cool little it's chunky, chunky boy. Yeah. Um, thing is, and from a pricing standpoint, it will start at $2,000 for the M1 max mm -hmm. and start at $4,000 for the M1 ultra. None of this though is serviceable or upgradable. So right. you have to buy for what you think you'll need, right? So you can't log in or you can't log, you can't open it up and add in hard drive, hard drives, RAM, right. anything along those lines. So mm -hmm. that'll be the key differentiator with the Mac Pro being the upgradable, upgradable. one that they announce it and then they forget about it for four years and they, re, re, you know, release a new one. Right. So along so, with the, do you have more about the Well, I was going to say, do we, do we, we place a bet now, M2, when they announce it later this year, or whenever is gonna the m2 ultra will be four m2s mm. together i think we are gonna see a one more chip you think no, no well i uh, think with the, the m1 in the if the m1 i think the mac pro which they did confirm at this event they said at the they very said, yeah. the very end of the event we've almost completed our transition to m1 we just have one more product to go they said that they, I thought they said though M1 Ultra was the last chip in the family. My, my thought is there's two gonna, of them side by side. Well, yes, that's two gonna, socks. I feel like there's yeah. going to be a four socket tech or two socket, four chip Which design one? Mac Pro, and it'll be called like M1 Ultra Plus. <laughs> is that a subscription service? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you subscribe to the other M1 Ultra. Yeah. Because yeah. I think what they're going to do is some, because they showed off kind of the the fabric between the M2, the M1 Maxes, how they, you know, connected them together with a super high bandwidth, 
you know, technology. I think they're going to do that in the Mac Pro, but you're going to have two M1 Ultras, but it, the whole chip is going to act as one with this new fabric design, connected fabric. It's we'll see. I, I don't think they'll call it, I think they'll just call it, you know, they, you get two M1 Ultras, and then, then there will be the four M2 socks, <laughs> SOC, whatever. Well, they're, they're two, because the M1, the Ultra is one, is pe- technically one SOC. Yeah, but it's two. It's two existing SOCs correct. made into one SOC. Yeah, it just took them. Leanne, Leanne is like, what? No, I, I'm here. What you're saying? Yeah. I'm like, let's why move on. Why don't Come they go on. to like M to the second power or something? M two, fourth, M two squared, M one squared. Yes. Why don't they do that instead of? Because they're because they're really sometimes they're really bad at naming things. Do you do <laughs> the other the other stake in the ground? I want to put is the next one will be called M one extreme. It'll, or I M2 Extreme if they I do don't four. Think no, will I, be in there at all. Mm-hmm. I think they'll keep Waffle there. Waffle House for you, 24 no, no. hours. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I think extreme. the. I think what. Mm. I think they've already done the like second tier naming. We are. It's going to be M2, M2 Max, M2 Pro, M2 Ultra, because if you look at what they did with the uh, A series, it's like the A A15 Bionic or the A15X or you know they've yeah. kept that kind of consistent. Um, but whoa, <laughs> almost had a <laughs> incident and shout <laughs> things jump at you. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what, uh, you know, I think we'll see a preview of a Mac pro this June at WWDC. W- yeah, probably. Um, because that's kind of the market. That's where they announced the last Mac pro was at WWDC in 2019. Um, but yeah, so long ago, so long ago. Um, and the All last right. last studio thing that display. was introduced was the Apple Studio Display, hmm. which is a 27-inch, uh, 5K, 600-nit brightness. Uh, again, where's the product? Why are we flying? <laughs> you need to just go to the store. Hey, some graphic person works really uh, they hard did. on this. They yeah. did. Uh, they destroyed their CRM when they uploaded this giant image. Uh, front-facing camera. 12 center pixel stage. center stage which is interesting because center stage then gets brought to like whatever you plug like if you plug it into a mac mini or anything like that they're doing all the processing in the monitor yep which is interesting mm-hmm. um there we go i did read that uh yeah it's got an a15 or a13 in running inside the machine which handle is handling spatial audio which is yep. handling center stage uh handling image processing that kind of stuff uh it's 600 nits, 1 billion colors, P3 wide color gambit. Uh, nobody's got their hands on it, so they haven't been able to do calibration. It's a, but It's a lot. We assume that it's going to be able to cover 99% of the uh, color space. Um, True Tone, which I think is uh, t- terrible on a, a <laughs> display that they are trying to market towards professionals in the graphics yeah. field. because. Yeah. I turn it off on my personal machine because it just, you know, and if you're in a yellowy room, your screen now becomes yellowy and yeah. any color accuracy is gone, yep. which is bad. Yeah. Two types of coating, anti-reflective coating and a nano texture coating, which we saw on the nano. Pro Display Fancy. XDR, which is mm-hmm. supposed to help with um, glare. There's the camera again, can scrolling. We, can we talk about stands? Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm trying to figure how out how many stands. How many how many dollars are stands? Three stand options. Let's just go to the store. Just go, <laughs> yeah, just go buy it. <laughs> okay, so 
if we so it's going to start at 1690 or 1600 dollars. Well, we're gonna we're gonna buy the nano texture obviously. so that's another okay so now we're at 1900 dollars. i can't read from here hmm. um and then there's three three stand options there's the regular tilt stand which just no height back, adjustability no height adjustability it only has like 30 degrees of tilt or something hmm. the tilt and height adjustable stand which is an additional four hundred dollars or the vase amount adapter, which is the same price. So it doesn't it doesn't swivel. No. So it swivel is, is a six hundred dollar option, right? Based swivel. on their other stand, <laughs> exactly. Because this is exactly like the Pro Display yeah. XDR, and but it doesn't swivel. You can't. There's no user accessible way to change the stand. So you have to order it from the factory right. with what you want it. This yeah. is very rem reminiscent of yeah. iMac. Or the, um, what's the, what was it, cinema display? Cinema display was the same thing. Yeah. You had to order, if you wanted a vase amount, you, you had, had to, to order, order it, it that way. And you can see this crazy, crazy, this crazy vase craziness. amount thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what they're doing here. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I'm all for, like, you know, I think an Apple display is, is nice. I just don't, like, I understand the XDR display. I don't understand this one. In, I think in my opinion. A, I think the, I think they had this ready, yeah, mm. and it feels a little parts binny because they killed the twenty-seven inch or not twenty-seven inch iMac, yeah. And this is the same panel, basically overdriven a little with how the brightness is. So I think that they were looking at the twenty-seven inch iMac and they were like, "Well, let's just take all these panels, put it into an <laughs> enclosure, and we sell can't it. Get new panels and sell. So it. Let's take all these old panels <laughs> and sell it for four hundred dollars less. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah." I, I, I just I for that price point I mean there are so many displays out there that you can like the XDR and, and what it does and what you're comparing it to there is a especially if you're in the industry of like graphic design or movie or, or you know designing or something along those lines like comparatively speaking that display compared to like a you know a true color display can be a significant cost savings yeah right i think the comparison was like ten thousand dollars or thirty thirty thousand dollars for a you know a color accurate reference monitor used in hollywood yeah and the pro display xdr starts at five grand yeah now is it are you going to get the same you know some people said that the pro xdr is maybe not like the equivalent to a but is it like 90% of the way right. for a third of the cost right. kind of thing, yep. right? The the studio display, just for that price point and what's out in the market, I mean, from displays, from you know other manufacturers, there's so many options. Mm. If you're looking at spending $1,600, there's just so many options with you know either um, similar um, capabilities or better capabilities, or you could get two displays yeah, for right. the price of one. So I mean, there's a lot of options out there. I mean, it's it's cool. I like the look of it. You could get the 5K, yeah, the LG 5K display, yeah. right? LG 5K, um, ultra fine. I'm just looking yeah. at here. That's this is 650, 600 for 4K. Granted, it is a 5K display. Yeah, but I mean, the display, LG 5K displays $700. So you get yeah. two of them for. Anyways, it's cool. I mean, there's there a piece of it, and it, it there's an audience that's gonna really enjoy it. I'm. I don't fall in that audience category. Seems like they keep, or maybe it's just been lately, 
because now I'm paying attention to it. Uh, lots of upgrades, lots of new stuff before the other stuff even gets old stuff. It's like, here's a bunch of new stuff. Well, well, so it would make me, if I wanted to buy something, super hesitant of what if I buy this and then yeah. six months, this great thing's gonna be out. Yeah, I mean, I think once the M1, like once all their products are in the M1 lineup, we're gonna see more of that just stair-step kind of upgrade. Right now is the first year of Apple with their M1 chip, and they're just trying to like show off and flex on every other every other product that you know that had an Intel chip or anything like saying, "Look what we can do with it being so fully integrated and the performance and everything that comes along with it." So we are seeing these huge leaps, like you know the the Mac um, um, Studio. I mean, I think they showed a slide that showed how much faster it was than the Mac Pro, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, they basically just said. Which is just teeing up for just wait until we really release the Mac Pro with all with the M1 architecture and everything that goes along with it. Um, but yeah, it's I mean, um, I think there's it seems like there might be some overcompensation from the standpoint that they neglected their pro users for quite yeah, a few years. And that. now the pendulum swung really far one direction and they're you know, they've kind of shown their card of like, the stuff's expensive, but the performance is there, and um, um, it's not for you. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. Kind of it's the not same, for the average consumer. Yeah. Like you want, if you want that, there's the Mac Mini with an M1 in it, and there are, is you know the MacBook, uh, MacBook Air or MacBook or the what will, ho- what will likely come out the entry level MacBook Pro with the M1 processor on yeah. it. So um, there will be a whole subset for the average consumer, mm-hmm. but. This is geared at pro professional people that, you know, if it, if this saves them 10, 15 minutes a time, it's actually saving dollars every time they're sitting in front of their machine. And right? if you think about how far out pipelines work with new product mm-hmm. development, especially hardware, this is kind of what we're finally seeing devices after Johnny Ive, famous industrial designer at Apple, Still left an industrial designer for Apple, just right a contractor now. Well, I mean, he's yeah. not he's not leading he's not <laughs> yeah. leading yeah, the yeah, design yeah. team. Yeah. So I think we're seeing a lot of those cues where hmm. Apple's kind of getting back to, oh, we need to make it a little bit thicker because pros need more battery life, and we need to add, you know, HDMI and SD cards to products. We can't just make it thinner, 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 thinner. So is the is this the Mac Studio the re? Um, reincarnated was it the G4 cube? Yep, totally. Yeah. Let me bring up a picture. Yeah. This is the whole, the whole. I mean, it's very reminiscent of oh, you can buy, you know, your own display, but Apple has its own display that you can buy it, or you can buy your own keyboard, but Apple's got a keyboard for you or a set of speakers or. Yeah. Let me just. I love. I actually have one of these in my uh, vintage Mac collection of very few but um <laughs> yeah this is this was the original g4 cube they touted it as an I, a simplicity of an imac but the power of a power mac g4 so they squeezed a g4 in here made a it was called the studio display hmm. interesting enough oh, interesting. and sold this whole sold, sold this whole package um I, it was crazy expensive for, for the time i think this was 2002 and I think this retailed for four grand, forty five hundred. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's I'm, I'm again I'm, I'm getting very G four cube vibes yeah. in the studio. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So all that being said, if someone, let's say like me, were considering buying a new system like that, should I wait 
do we know anybody that even has this M1 yet or are they available? No, I mean, we'll, we'll see review units and people that mm -hmm. have like get early access and the embargoes will be lifting kind of thing. And so we'll start to see reviews, but what's, what's ship date on these? Do you have you? Um, I think that pre-orders for a lot of stuff was happening uh, tomorrow Oh wow! and quote unquote ship dates. If you would have gotten in already was going to be the 18th. Okay. So uh, we're looking a couple, probably a month out, but a month or two. I out. think when you try to go online now, uh, it's probably April or May. Mm -hmm. Daniel, I've got a question from the chat room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want an ultra wide display with a built in docking for a Mac, what should I look into? One display or two displays? I think ultra wide, maybe one, one display. display. I use the Dell UW something something oh my 38 the high, the, where you yeah set it in? so it's dell has a lineup of are called uh usb-c hub monitors and i use a i currently have a 38 inch dell ultra wide that is a usb hub it has a ethernet has multiple usb type c ports on it has multiple usb a ports on it it's, it's this one and it, it charges my yep it'll e charge my laptop and everything for it with it. So the U, yep. uh, the Dell Ultra Sharp 3821 DW. Right Great naming yep. scheme. Mm -hmm. And look, $1,300. Yep. So we're well under the Pro Display. Correct. The Studio Display already. It has Ethernet built in, it's Which curved nice. display, and it's 11 inches bigger. Um, but you had a problem with this one. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? VESA. Oh. Well, on my desk, I had a problem with it <laughs> trying to bend my desk in half because of how heavy it is. I think that was more of a desk problem than it was. It can still do VESA. Like, okay. I I have not gone full spaceship and stacked two on top of each other. Yet. Yet. There is that new Samsung display that's super, super curved. Oh, the Odyssey, uh, whatever, 42, 48-inch yeah. Odyssey display. That thing's wild. I like where I've seen pictures where it's in portrait mode, and so it, like, <laughs> it like curves above you. That's that one's pretty cool. Yeah, we spelled Odyssey wrong. Be fun to do games on that because you'd be going. Oh. Yeah, well, it's interesting because you can actually segment it out as three separate displays. Ah, oh. so spark your senses. Hey, very similar. Let's saw on Apple dot. site. Yeah, everybody's doing this trend. Like, where's the product? <laughs> There's no product. <laughs> there is no product. <laughs> the product is the marketing, Chris. G nine, forty nine inch. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's wild, it's wild, but yeah, the Dell the Dell docks are great. Um, just do not try to do any sort of USB C Display Port pass through to multiple displays on an M1 Mac because or a regular Mac or a regular Mac it will not work. It will not. It does not. It does not like that. Hmm. Yep. Yay! Question from the chat. Yay! All right. Anything else to add today? Nope, that was a lot. That was, that a, lot. was a lot. Reiterating, we need, we need a new Apple, name. We need more Apple to have more events. We got a lot of more talk Apple. about what happens. <laughs> more Apple, new name, jingle. This was the f one last fun fact. This mm -hmm. was the only the third time that Apple's done an event before. I think it's before WWDC or this early in the year. So it's not <laughs> Where common. Where did you read that? Um, I heard it on another podcast. I know they've they've been doing a spring event for quite some time. No, 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 no. No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let with that take we us will out, close. <laughs> Otherwise, we're gonna have to bring the rock and sockums back in here for these guys, and they can have at it. So, thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next week on Thursday at two o'clock.